in light of the recent chosen controversy, is it a show that Christians ought to be watching? Is it pushing Mormon theology or is this just a big misunderstanding? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to the show. My name is Cody Lawrence. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about um, kind of like if if Christians should be watching the show The Chosen uh, and go into detail about the newest controversy about the supposed quote from the Book of Mormon in the season three trailer. So there are a lot of people who follow me who watch and enjoy the show The Chosen. And there are a lot of people who follow me who don't enjoy The Chosen at all. And uh, a lot of people have asked me, you know, what do I think about this? Should people be watching it? Should they not? What do you think about this Mormon thing? Let's, uh, you know, let's get this out there if if this is really what they're doing. Or uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So these are my thoughts. First, I have seen the first season of The Chosen uh, way back when it first came out. And I I think the, the newest, the newest the trailer that is out now that's controversial is for season three. So I watch season one and of course, you know, that whatever you watch that is a, a depiction of anything biblical, it's not going to totally line up with scripture. And if we expect it to, uh, or, or maybe if it should, then stay away from it. If that's what you think. Uh, because certainly, you know, no depiction of, it, of anything uh, is going to completely line up with Scripture. Even, in fact, it seems as though, um, you know, if, if you're telling a story, let's say you're telling the story of Jonah and the big fish to your kid, you are going to be explaining the story, hopefully including all of the important details that you want to communicate to your kid. Uh, but you're going to alter things. You're not going to hopefully alter the story in any meaningful way, but you're going to be uh, changing the details for your audience and communicating it in a in a more communicable way, let's say. And so this is something that happens all the time. But the question is, is this what the show The Chosen is doing, or are they pushing some other kind of agenda? Well, one, I think... Um, before the show even started, you know, every time a new kind of Christian media comes out, there are all these debates about if, you know, this is going to be faithful to scripture or not, whatever. And the thing that I always tell people to do is to watch this, you know, read it or what, whatever with your Bible open. I think that's an incredibly important thing to consider because we know that whatever it is, is not going to be 100% faithful to scripture. It's not going to be 100% exactly like the thing that actually happened because, you know, we, we don't have all of the details to craft a narrative like the kind of narrative that we display on the TV screen. And so details have to be added. Some things maybe have to be changed, but uh, hopefully nothing, nothing major or that alters the meaning of the actual events changed. Uh, now it's, I can kind of see both both sides of the argument. So one, I think, uh, one place to start, I think that that could kind of shut down the whole conversation is the second commandment. I know a lot of people 
uh, or I mean, probably not a lot of people actually, very few people probably interpret the second commandment to include things like TV shows. But if you want to take the second commandment this way, it seems that it would apply to something like the chosen and a lot of other things that um, even evangelical Christians participate in. But this is just something to think about. It says, you shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Um, so I personally am under the impression that we can, but you know, it, I, I kind of lean one direction or another on this sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I, I can probably be convinced with good enough argumentation uh, one way or another, depending on the day. But obviously, worshiping idols is bad. And there are 100% examples of people treating the show The Chosen as an idol. There's a tweet that I saw. If I can find it, I'll pull it up. But if not, you can just trust me on this. Um, because it probably has happened a lot more than once. There was somebody who tweeted something like, uh, you know, sometimes I, I have trouble in prayer uh, feeling like Jesus hears me or relating to him because he is God. And watching The Chosen has been very helpful for my prayer life because now I can picture this actor who plays Jesus in my head when I'm praying, <laughs> which to me is a very bad thing. I think if, if we are, you know, if we are uh, in prayer or when we are trying to communicate Jesus to people or whatever, and we have a certain image that is outside of the Bible, we are in danger of praying to or worshiping or, or trying to communicate this, this Jesus that isn't actually the Jesus of Scripture. And I think that's, that's a problem. It's dangerous, obviously. And so one argument is, because that's a danger, there should be no images of Jesus anywhere because that's an idol. And there is, you know, there's a threat that we are going to, you know, to take that and, and have that image in our head when we pray. If there's even a possibility of that, then we should stay far, far away from it. And I think, honestly, that that's a pretty interesting argument. It doesn't seem right to me, though, that we shouldn't make any images if they're not meant for worship. Like if, if yeah, you know, and then people could worship anything. They could, they could twist, um, you know, in, any little thing at all and then turn it into a kind of uh, a thing that they worship, you know, anything. And so that doesn't mean that, you know, we, we should just gouge out our eyes so we never see um, anything so that we don't have a chance to make it into an idol. I don't think that's what it means at all. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting conundrum. I also want to give people the Christian freedom to do what they want. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the people who are against the show The Chosen... Uh, you know, and th look, this is also coming from a person who hasn't watched and, you know, hasn't really cared to watch the second season. And I'm probably not going to watch the third season either. 
so, you know, I'm not totally gung-ho for the show either. I'm more of the perspective where if you want to watch it, do it. Yeah, who cares? If you don't want to watch it, don't do it. I don't think watching it is required for being a Christian. I don't even think it's helpful. I think you, you could watch it to be entertained. And if you do watch it, I think you need to recognize that the stuff that's happening in the show is not necessarily exactly the way events happened in Scripture. And so you can watch it as entertainment. You can watch um, you can watch it to because you're interested in somebody else's perspective on maybe the way things happen biblically. But we but the chosen the show is not Scripture, and I think everybody knows that. I think even the creators of the show know that. Which brings us, this would change things, which brings us to the controversy. Is the Chosen pushing a Mormon theology? Jesus, if you do not renounce your words, we will have no choice but to follow the law of Moses. I am the law of Moses. Now, I... I do happen to think it's uh, it's kind of weird that I mean in one way it's weird and in one way it's not not all of the actors and not all the producers and not everybody involved in the show are evangelical Christians now of course we would like them to be I would like them to be I wish there were a completely evangelical Christian faithful to scripture um, if such a thing can exist depiction of certain Bible stories I think that would be super cool but, you know, this is also something that could potentially introduce a lot of people who wouldn't be introduced otherwise to the Bible. Like, hopefully, watching The Chosen for some people, um, you, you know, and, and you would hope it would do more good than harm. But you would hope that this would introduce people to uh, evangelical Christianity. Now, the actor who plays Jesus, he's a Roman Catholic. Uh, the show, I think, is filmed on Mormon... Uh, property a lot of mormons are associated with the show i think the the like the publishing company who's actually publishing the show is a mormon show i think that's suspect i think uh dallas jenkins the director he came out and said some strange things about mormons a few times like uh implying that they are his brothers in christ which i totally disagree with that is absolutely false if that's what he said if that's what he meant I think he clarified that at one point, but I think the clarification was kind of vague. So, you know, I don't I don't really know about that stuff, and so I'm I'm not going to make any definite claims one way or another about what he believes. But Mormons are not Christians. They are a totally different religion. And so if the chosen is pushing Mormon theology, then that would be I think worth completely avoiding. So the question is, is is this thing in the season 3 trailer actually pushing Mormon theology. So here's what happens. I, I can play the clip, but uh, I'm reading from an article here, and it says, uh, in one of the trailer's most dramatic scenes, a Pharisee tells Jesus, if you do not renounce your words, we will have no choice but to follow the law of Moses, which probably means like we're going to have to kill you. Jesus then tells the Pharisee, I am the law of Moses. And there have been all kinds of memes. There have been all kinds of criticisms about this line. Um, and they're, they're pretty interesting to me that this is happening. Uh, and, and I'll tell you why in a second. But 
The article goes on and says, Within days of the trailer's release, critics of the series on social media argued that the quote had been lifted from 3 Nephi 15.9. And you can look up the verse yourself if you happen to have a Book of Mormon around. I think I do up on the shelf. Uh, you know, for study reasons. Mm. It says, here's what the line says in, in the Book of Mormon. In 3 Nephi 15.9. Behold, I am the law and the light. Look unto me and endure to the end, and ye shall live. For unto him that endureth to the end, I will give eternal life. On Tuesday, Dallas Jenkins, the director and creator of The Chosen, addressed the controversy <coughs> in a live stream. Jenkins is evangelical. He says, it's not a direct quote. The Book of Mormon wasn't referring to the law of Moses in that quote, and the quote is, I am the law and the light. And I have never read the Book of Mormon, and to be honest with you, I've read, uh, and I have never read the Book of Mormon, to be honest with you. I've read some of it when people share, will share it with me, and I read it when someone told me, hey, that's from the Book of Mormon, and I went and looked it up, and I'm like, no, it isn't. It's in the show because I believe it's a really great line, and I believe it's also theologically plausible. Jenkins said before quoting Jesus' words from the New Testament, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the word, I am the light, I am the light of the world. The point is, God is over all these things. Jesus is over all these things. He is the things. He owns these things. They came from him, and so Jesus makes many I am statements. No, I didn't pull this quote from anywhere else, he said. Uh, episodes 2 of The Chosen Season 3 debut in theaters on November 18th. Okay, whatever. Uh, so he says he didn't lift that from the Book of Mormon. And honestly, that's good enough for me. Now, I think this is worth thinking about a little further, however, because, you know, well, one, we want to know if he's actually being influenced by Mormon theology, maybe because of all the people around him. But two... What if, what if somebody has this opinion? Like, what if somebody says something like this? Is this fundamentally Mormon, or is there actually something here that is Christian in nature? Uh, so, I, I don't want to come across like I'm hardcore defending the Chosen or anything, because like I said, I don't watch the show, but I want to treat things fairly. I want to treat things, um, you know, if, if there is a real problem, I want to attack that real problem. And maybe there are other problems that I'm not aware of, and you can feel free to share in the comments, and maybe I can talk about this more. Because, look, I'm just, I just care about the truth. I'm not a, I'm not a big Chosen fan. I don't watch the show. Uh, so take what I'm saying for what it's worth. It seems to me that if uh, an evangelical, or I mean, or if any anybody walks or you're having a conversation with them and they say something like, well, Jesus is the law. If you hear that in a sermon or something, I don't necessarily think that you would bat an eye at that. One, I, I think it seems like this was discovered to be in the Book of Mormon uh, because there's already this kind of weird Mormon air floating around the chosen. And I think that's a very good thing to be aware of. And I think it's even good that people are analyzing the lines of the chosen to see if they are theologically sound or not, or even if they line up with other religions theology. I don't think this is one of those situations. 
I don't think the character Jesus in The Chosen saying, I am the law, is some crazy Mormon heresy. It seems, you know, so here's, here's an argument that I could imagine somebody making. Jesus is the logos. Jesus is the word of God. The revealed word of God in scripture is in some mysterious divine way connected to the the incarnate word of God, Jesus Christ. So in some way, the words that God speaks, including the words in revealed scripture, is in some mysterious way Jesus himself. Now, there's a difference. Obviously, the Bible is the Bible and Jesus is Jesus. I'm not saying that Jesus is the Bible, but there's some, you know, I I could see the argument being made where there's some mysterious connection between, uh, you know, the word of God and the word of God. You know, all scripture has this, uh, you know, obviously this divine element to it, just like Jesus is 100% God and 100% man. The Bible is 100% authored by men, but it's also 100% authored by the Holy Spirit. And so the Bible is both divine and man. It's not completely divine, like the Book of Mormon says, and has no human components, uh, or or the, um, the Quran in Islam. It is actually, the Bible is written by men, but it is also written by God at the same time. And that is a doctrine that is actually out there and exists. Um, Like I said, this argument about Jesus and scripture having this mysterious connection, that kind of makes sense to me. But I haven't done a a bunch of studying into that argument itself, you know. But if that's true, then in a way, the law is Jesus. And in a way, the Psalms are Jesus. The Proverbs are Jesus. The writings, the the New Testament is is the word of God that is embodied in Jesus Christ. There are very valid criticisms to have, like, like the fact that maybe that Dallas is working so closely with Mormons, or that um, a faithful Roman Catholic is the actor that plays Jesus. But I'm not sure that, that this line is one of those problems. Uh, I don't think this is something to to latch on to and attack and you know be so visceral about. Now again, I could be wrong. Dallas could be lying. Uh, he could have been influenced in some way. you know I, I I have no reason to believe that he's lying though. It seems as though you can probably trust hopefully, him if he says, I didn't take this from the Book of Mormon. It just makes sense to me. Now, here's here's where I would be more interested in seeing this conversation go. I would want to see argument from smarter people than me uh, analyzing if there actually is this connection. If in some way Jesus actually is the embodiment of the law of Moses. Now, of course, nobody thinks he is limited to the embodiment of the law of Moses, but perhaps, um, you know, he is, he is all of, of the revealed word of God and infinitely more than that.
you know, I, I would be curious to see that being discussed. Like the, the theology behind the claim itself instead of just, hey, this lines up with stuff in the Book of Mormon. Because look, there are things that the Quran says that are true of the Christian God. Now, they're few and far between, and I couldn't give you examples off the top of my head, but I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure there are things that the Book of Mormon says that are true about the Christian God. Does that mean that the Book of Mormon or the Quran is an authoritative source to learn about the Word of God? Absolutely not. No way. Not a chance. The Book of Mormon has uh, nothing to do at all with the Christian God. Neither does the Quran. But all that to say is, there will be overlap. The Book of Mormon believes that God created the universe. So, so do we. So do Muslims. So do uh, all kinds of other pagans. <laughs> there, there will be overlap. And if somebody, something we have to, I think, guard ourselves from is if we dislike people. And, you know, I even see this with the president. Uh, people will latch on to little stupid things and make a big deal out of them. And I'm like, there are, there are big things to criticize. There are things that actually matter to criticize about this or like real conversations we should be having. So why are we focused on, you know, if like a bird poops on somebody or something like that happened, I think to Trump, the media was making a big deal. Like, ah, the bird pooped on Trump. What a terrible guy he is. Like, <laughs> you, you, you're, um, it's hard to take you seriously if, if our uh, complaints about a certain thing are, are so nebulous, I think. So again, uh, all this boils down to, I think, is it okay to watch The Chosen or not? There are people who watch The Chosen who I'm sure watch uh, far worse things. So, you know, if we have the Christian freedom to watch, you know, whatever popular TV show is out, then we have the Christian freedom to watch The Chosen. If we have the Christian freedom to pick up the Book of Mormon and study it, uh, not, not for learning theology, but, you know, like I do, I have the Book of Mormon so that I can be educated whenever I encounter Mormons. Because, I, you know, I live near Independence, Missouri, which is one of the, like, the world centers of Mormonism. So if we want to have the Christian freedom to read the Book of Mormon, yeah, we, we can do it. If we want to read the Quran, I also have a Quran on my shelf for exactly the same reason, so I can be educated to deal with, with um, Muslims. We have the Christian freedom, I think, to watch The Chosen. But if we're doing it for entertainment, uh, I think we, like I said, ought to be aware that this is a person's a person who is not divinely inspired, this is a person's interpretation of the events that happen in Scripture. This is not Scripture. And I, I know that my audience listening to this knows that. Um, but at the same time, I think we ought to give other people the, the Christian freedom to watch The Chosen if we don't want to watch it ourselves or if we think it's bad. Um it might be good for some people to stop watching it, for sure. It might be a very good thing because maybe they are taking The Chosen too seriously. Uh, maybe they think it is a, 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 a totally 
um, maybe they are equating it in some way that they should not with the actual inspired word of God. That would be a problem. But otherwise, you know, I think to sum it all up, we ought to realize that we have the Christian freedom to watch TV shows like The Chosen. Uh, and we also, if we do choose to watch it, we should do it um, biblically minded. We should have scripture as our authority over all the things we do and not get our theology from TV shows, but from the Bible. And then we can enjoy those TV shows at the same time. If you disagree, I'm really curious on your opinions on this, really. Like I said, I could be wrong about some of these things. Maybe there are arguments that I haven't heard before, but um, the argument for this, uh, I wasn't particularly impressed with. Uh, but the memes are funny. I, I enjoy the memes anyway. Like there was a Judge Dredd one that, that he's saying, I am the law. That was funny. But anyway, if you have any comments or questions uh, or pushback, let me know. And I'll catch you in the next episode. God bless.